Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to the Second Tier Podcast. I'm Ryan Dilks and I'm joined by Norwich's marketing team to all the other marketing teams. It's Justin Peach. Good day to you, Ryan. If uh, you don't understand that joke, just have a little Google. Um, Justin, <laughs> how are you? Are you excited for the Euros? I am. I've, I've, I've stuck on my Italy shirt. I think it's the only international shirt I own in an adult size. I don't think I bought an England shirt since I was about 12. No, but I've still got mine, and I might have to get it out at some point. Uh, this is obviously coming out on Sunday, so it may very well be the case that people have seen the England v Croatia game by this point. So I hope everyone enjoyed England giving them one hell of a beating. Did you see Phil Foden's wonder goal, Justin? Oh, it was amazing. It's like Gaza. Oh, it, it really was. I have no idea what Jordan Pickford was doing for that goal, though. Um, that one's a bit too real, isn't it? <laughs> you are listening to the biggest championship-specific podcast, the second tier. Thank you for joining us, wherever you are. Justin, you're a Derby fan. Is your club in the market for some new players? Yeah, I think so. Plenty of them, I reckon. <laughs> if they've got any money. <laughs> have you thought about recommending to them free agent Tinder? Yes, that's right, folks. That's what we're doing today. We're going to go through a load of players who are free agents and decide which championship clubs should be swiping right. For anyone who doesn't know what Tinder is, that means that you should be getting them. I've compiled a big old list of players who are free agents or look set to be free agents at the time of recording. Even chucked in a few Premier League players in there, Justin, just to keep it interesting. And we'll see whether or not we think they'll be able to do a job in the championship and uh, whether they could potentially be coming to a club near you very soon. This list is completely random, Justin. So let's get swiping. So we've opened up the app. It's looking around to see who's available. And first up is Alex Mowat, formerly of Barnsley. Justin, are you swiping right? Of course I'm swiping right. It's a no-brainer, isn't it? How far right are you swiping? Um, is this is there a super like button or a super right? Yes, like? you can see you can super like if you want. I, I would also be super liking Alex Mauer. The the problem is with this, Justin. I feel like Alex Mauer is so bloody good that he's not going to be in the championship next season, is he? Well, maybe not, but I think Barnsley are fairly confident of keeping him keeping him around. So well, is that the case? That, yeah, that, that is the case. They're, they're fairly confident they'll, they'll keep hold of him. But um, I know there are a lot of clubs sniffing around him. I think Blackburn have been heavily interested, but they might just be Twitter rumours. But mm. in terms of ability, this this guy is top of the crop in terms of free agents from, from championship clubs, especially with the form he displayed last season. He's, he's, he's a quality player and getting him on a free transfer is whew, a steal, bargain. Every oh, every massively. superlative, yeah. 
Massively. Well, I'd, I'd be surprised if Premier League clubs aren't looking at them. And if they're not, then they bloody should be. Because the season, when you've got a player who's still mid-20s coming off the season that he's just had, you should be just throwing money at him, saying, come join us in the Premier League. So that's a big old right swipe from the boast of us on uh, Mr. Mowat. Next up on the pal, Justin, is Andre Ayew. Mm. Now, this is another one who I look at and I think, I'd be surprised if he is in the Championship next season because he is on some big old wages, isn't he? But um, yeah. w- where do you think he will end up, Mr. Ayu? Oh, um, that's a great question because, I mean, he's 31. Would a Premier League club take him? Might go and join his brother at Palace. He might want to might want to go back to the south of France, uh, to Marseille. Um, he might fancy another stint in Turkey. There'll be plenty of clubs lining up for Andre Ayew because of his ability. Um, he was clearly too good for the championship. And I think having, no disrespect to Swansea, but having top-level players around him will get more out of him. Um, in, in some went in, in some sense, which just show, goes to show how good he is. Oh yeah, massively. Um, I, I I agree with you. I I don't think we'll be seeing him in England. Probably, I I can see him definitely going abroad. But if a Premier League club fancied you know forking out for him, it would not be the worst bit of business at all. Let's quickly move on, Justin, because we've got a hell of a lot to go through. Oh. Are we swiping left or right on Andrea? We didn't even go through that. I, I, I think what we'll say is on Mr. Ayu, we're going to swipe left just because we can't afford him. <laughs> he's out. He's out of our league. Yeah, yeah, he is out of our league. It'd be nice if he was in our league, and we we'll, might swipe right in hope, but it's more out of hope than expectation. <laughs> um, next up on the agenda, Justin is Liam Walsh. Now, this is one player who we were very surprised to see become a free agent because midfielder. He was on loan at Coventry last season, one team of the season, before the one that's just gone. And was absolutely fantastic in League One with the Sky Blues. Went to Bristol City this season. We thought he would have more of a starring role. Hasn't really played at all. That is partly down to injuries. But from what I've seen, there have been plenty of clubs interested in his services. And I'm not particularly surprised because he would be one hell of a pickup on a free, wouldn't he? Oh yeah, he would. He's got potential. Obviously, returning on on loan from Coventry, going back back into Bristol City. I think I said that he'd have a a big season um, this season for Bristol City, and it hasn't really panned out for him, which is a, which is a massive shame for Bristol City and for him, because we all know what he can do. He showed it on his loan spell at Coventry. Um, so yeah, I think Swansea were were linked heavily, and I think it's just down to the player player now um, as to who he chooses because he's got plenty of offers. Um, and as a central midfielder, he can be creative. Um, he, he can he can score goals. Um, he, he's a player you want um, who's kind of progressed play into the final third quite nicely, and he's a good engine as well. So he's got what you need for a, uh, an attacking midfielder or attacking central midfielder. Um, so yeah, definitely definitely swipe right. It's just it's just those injuries whether they creep back in or not. That's the question. Mm. Yeah, well, he can create something out of nothing, can't he? He he's a real spark in the middle of the park. I think he'd be a fantastic pickup for any championship club, to be quite frank, mm. uh, which is why I was surprised at Bristol City let go of him. But he'll be a fantastic signing for someone. So a big old swipe right from the two of us on that one. Next up is Connor Wickham. This is a very interesting one. I think he has actually been linked with a move to Middlesbrough and probably mm. a host of other championship clubs because he seems to be that perennial linked to different championship clubs all the time but 
Well, well, what's your first instinct on Mr. Wickham? The gasp, I think, is is a good summary of Connor Wickham because he's such a good player. He is. When he gets to running games, he's a good player. You, I think it was uh, one of Palace's escape from relegations a few seasons ago where he was a key part in it. Um, and then he got injured and he was out for a long time. Um, and it's just been repeat, repeat, repeat for him in that sense where he has a good run of form, gets injured, and then that's it. I think, was it a loan spell at Wednesday last season uh, or the season before last now? It was. He was there for the second half of the season, Monty, and did mm-hmm. quite well. Didn't score a hat load, but considering this is a guy who hasn't played too much first-team football, then you'd look at it and just going on to which way I'm swiping, I'd be swiping well right because I think mm. for Middlesbrough in particular a club which has desperately been lacking a striker who can get double figures last season I think it'd be a fantastic signing for Borough I just think it's a massive gamble because of his injury record um, that is true. and and I'm so I'm so because it's been a long time where he's had these injuries it's literally been for the past five years six, uh, five or six years where he's picked these injuries up which is why he's never really lived up to the potential that he he developed at, um, at Ipswich um, did well at Sunderland but again it's just it's not really worked out for him um, for a championship club it would be a good pick up on a free transfer but that's only if you're paying him less than 10 grand a week I'd hope or maybe even a performance based contract because as I say he's not played enough games over the last 5 or 6 years so it's a tentative swipe right mainly because you can get something out of him but I'm not going oh yeah bring him in bring him in let's uh, let's swipe right let's get him in Um, I I am doing that I'm swiping right telling him to get him in I think you say you want be willing to pay him over 10 grand a week I probably would I think he's worth the risk because if you do manage to keep him fit then you've got one hell of a player on your hands even when he was at Palace and he was in the Premier League when he did actually play he's done a pretty decent job so if you just manage if you just manage to keep him out of the injury room then (laughs) my god at championship level he could be a beast he really, really could. So I'm swiping right. Are you swiping right, did you say? It's a it's a, a tentative swipe right. I'm not sure about him. A speculative um, swipe right. See, see yeah. how it goes when you start chatting to them. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Next one is Barry Douglas. Now, he was on loan at Blackburn last season. Uh, his parent club was Leeds, Um which is a move that never really worked out, really, did it? And he's now being let go on a free. If you're a championship side, would you be looking at Barry Douglas? I think I would. Um, I know we, uh, from 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 afar, it doesn't look like his, his, his move worked out. But when we were doing the team of the seasons a few weeks ago and I was looking at stats for left-backs, Barry Douglas was quite high. Um, he, he's good in his one-on-one duels. I think the, the reason why um, perhaps we, 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 we snuffed at him a little bit was because going forward he wasn't as productive as he was at Wolves or or even Leeds when he did play for Leeds um but I think for a free transfer he's an experienced player he still can do a job at championship level I'd be swiping right absolutely and his left foot is dynamite it is very good left foot that picture there he's taken a corner <laughs> well, he's we don't know what's happened yeah, it yeah. could be an awful set piece, but exactly. he is very good at set pieces and he's fantastic at crossing, experienced defender at this level. I would say if I was a mid to lower championship club, I'd be looking to get him in because I think he'd be a decent 
signing for uh, an experienced head at left back. A um, few question marks on him defensively, but I, I think you can get away with it if um, you're willing to stump up the money for him. So swipe right from both of us on Barry Douglas. Next up is Yannick Balassi, another one who's been linked with Middlesbrough. He was obviously on loan there last season. Would you be all over Mr. Balassi? Oh, yeah. Again, it's, it's a super like, isn't it? The, the guy's unreal. I love him. I love him a, a lot. Oh, yeah, it's unhealthy, actually. Um, he got <laughs> seven <laughs> He got seven goal contributions um, for Borough. Uh, yeah, I think he, it was four goals, three assists, or the other way around, in, in 15 appearances, which, for a player who hasn't played a lot of football, is very good going. Um, and, he's, and he always plays with a smile on his face. He... Uh, the way he plays as well, the way he carries himself is fantastic. I don't know if you've had a chance to watch the When Eagles Dare um, documentary, the Palace documentary on Prime. It's very, very good. And again, Balassi comes out very, very, very well in it when they talk about their championship season when they got promoted. But yeah, absolutely. Bring him in. Need to. I, I don't think I'd be super liking. Oh, I, why not? I've always been a bit sketchy over Yannick Balassi, particularly recently because... Where was he on loan before? It was Villa, wasn't it? Did he have another spell somewhere else? It was Lisbon and Anderlecht. Yeah, and his career just seems to have kind of nosedived a bit since that move to Everton. So I'm not particularly sold on Balassi. He did did pick up a serious injury. He did, and that's what I mean. Since that move to Everton and that serious injury, that's kind of why his career is almost stalled slash nosedived and he did all right at Middlesbrough Uh, I think he would be a decent signing for Middlesbrough and other championship clubs who are below them I just don't think he's a super like worthy kind of player the sacrilege (laughs) but he, he does come across as a very good bloke and I think he's quote tweeted the second tier podcast account on Twitter quite a few times so I've got a lot of time for him um, so I'm swipe right just not super liking uh, next up is Danny Rose this one is interesting because people who are listening to this might think Danny Rose he, he's not going to go to a championship club but he was actually linked with a loan move to Middlesbrough last season I think it was last summer so whether it is realistic or not I'm not actually too sure of course he's been on the sidelines at Spurs for quite some time now and it doesn't look like there are many Premier League clubs who are looking to sweep him off his feet but would you be interested in a bit of Rose? Uh, yeah definitely um, I mean he was the first choice left back at the 2018 World Cup for England wasn't he? That's quite um, interesting because I watched the penalty shootout yeah, yeah. of that of uh, against Colombia and Danny Rose was there and I was just like whoa I completely forgot about Danny Rose and then check to see free agent now why no? Why wouldn't a championship club look to get him on board if he's willing to yeah. take a pay cut? <laughs> yeah, that would, would have to be a pay cut. But I think he's a player who's gone on record to say he just wants to get back to playing football um, because he loves he loves playing football. Uh, and as a player, he's he's clearly a quality player because he's he's been in and around it. I mean, he was part of Spurs' best team um, for the last I don't know how many over many years. It's yeah. it's been crap for them, but um, and the same with England. So. Um, I mean, it would be a surprise to see him drop down into the Championship. But then again, it wouldn't be a surprise because the Championship is, is a place where you go to fall back in love with football. Um, yeah. So he might he might be open to a move. I mean, Fulham might not be a bad shout. It's London-based. 
Uh, I don't see why not. Yeah, well, you get an experienced left back. We all know his quality. I mean, it was only, what, two or three years ago he was being linked with a ridiculous amount of money moved to Man U, Chelsea, that kind of yeah. that kind of club. And for him to be in this position now where there aren't seemingly any Premier League clubs looking to get him in is quite shocking. So at Championship clubs, if you get the chance to sign Danny Rose, why wouldn't you? So yeah, that's a big odd swipe right for me. Again, it's speculative. Mm. It's more out of hope than expectation, <laughs> but you never know. You might be able to match with him. Uh, next up, Adam Reach just been released by Sheffield Wednesday he has had an interesting couple of seasons Hanty Justin I mean again another player who not too long ago has been linked with a big move for a lot of money I think he was being linked with West Brom uh, when they were in the Premier League so the fact that he's now a free agent as well what 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 are you saying on Adam Reach? I would say no Really? I would, yeah, I would swipe left. Um, and the reason why I think that is because um, I think there was a run of games a couple of seasons ago where he was just incredible. Um, and I think um, he will do that every now and then uh, where he scores from a ridiculous angle or from a ridiculous distance. And then that's it. He'll go quiet for a while. We've seen it on occasion. Um, what he can do, uh, there was a couple of games under Tony Pulis, funnily enough, last season where... He was pinging balls into the box and, and, and the Wednesday strikers were getting on the end of them. But I don't think he's got enough in his locker for to, to convince me that... Um, I mean, he, he probably could, could still do a job at championship level, but for the potential salary he's going to ask for um, and the uh, output he gives, I don't, think, I don't think I'd fancy it. I really don't. Well, he's got a great left foot, hasn't he? As you kind of refer to there. And I do kind of agree with you I think I would probably um, be willing to give him a go just because um, he has the potential to be a a very handy player at this level still in his mid-20s he's 28 Um, 28 still mid-20s kind of Um, experienced (laughs) championship player as well Um, so if I was a lower championship club I think I'd be willing to have a gamble on Adam Reach Um, it's just as you say Maybe his best years are behind him. Next up on the agenda. Actually, Justin, let's have a quick break. After that, we'll go through the rest of the players on Free Agent Tinder. I tell you what, there's nothing I love more than a classic football shirt. I've got loads of them. A Juventus shirt, Marseille shirt, even an Antalya Sport shirt. One of the reasons I've got so many is because I can get them for a great price from ClassicFootballShirts.co.uk. They've got shirts for teams from all over the globe, and that, of course, includes championship clubs. So if you wanted a Classic Wednesday shirt, Reading shirt or Barnsley shirt, whoever you support, they'll have something for your club. It's not just shirts either. They've also got tracksuits, baseball caps, socks, so much stuff. Have a look for yourself. Go to ClassicFootballShirts.co.uk right now. Welcome back to the Second Tier Podcast. We're playing a little game of free agent Tinder to decide which players who are out on the market at the moment will be decent pickups for championship clubs. So next up on the agenda, Justin, is Matty James, who has most recently had loan spells at Barnsley and Coventry. Was at Leicester, but hasn't played for Leicester for quite some time now. But he did all right, didn't he, at those two loan spells? 
I think he did really well. Um, I think he was, um, I think he was quality at Barnsley. I was surprised that um, Barnsley was so willing to uh, allow the loan move to end. Uh, and then when he was at Coventry, I think he transformed Coventry season in a certain way. What he brought to their midfield was a bit of composure. Um, he was able to boss midfields, um, boss the midfield, and and control games. Um, and he had experience as well. So for me, he's a player at championship level that's still that's still very much got it. Which is a again, we've talked about injuries with a couple of players. Um, he's a player who has completely come out the other side and done really well post injury. Because again, he's, he's had some pretty bad injuries. He's had some pretty bad ones, and um, the the form he's displayed this season, I think he's been quality. I I think even um, even top six or side trying to get into top six might fancy him. I've got an really? inkling he might go. Yeah, honestly, uh, we've seen with, with his set piece quality again, his composure. He's, he can dominate a midfield, um, providing he's with someone who, who who's got a bit more legs as well. Um, and he's still what thirty twenty nine thirty. I'd say. I wouldn't go as far to say top six. I think it'd be a fantastic signing for someone like Coventry or, or another mid-table championship side. He's a very good player at this level. Um, as, as top six, I just need a bit more explanation on that front. It comes down to, firstly, his experience. Um, I mean, he's had promotions from the championship before. We know that with with, uh, with his time at Leicester. Um his, his composure on the ball, his set-piece quality, we saw it, um, you know, I mean, he put in the ball for Ostergaard to score against Rotherham to pretty much see what uh, Coventry over the line. Um, he, his form at Barnsley in the first half of the season, they were struggling at the start, they came out the other side, did really well. Went down, uh, it, This comes down to mentality as well. Went to a team who were struggling in Coventry and brought them, uh, and, and he was part of the, the process in improving them as well. So there's clearly a player there Um and I think rather than fighting relegation, he's a player that deserves to be looking up um, because, again, he's had some bad luck. So for me, I think a team who is fighting for the top six could do with an experienced general um, in the side like Matthew James. I, I think more mid-table. I think Coventry, if they manage to get him back, they'd be probably challenging for mid-table next season anyway. So th- that's the kind of area I'm going for. So I swipe right for mid-table. You're swiping right if you're a top six side. Wow. Mm. Uh, let's move on. Hal robson Carnu, who is a free agent after being released by West Brom. Someone who was absolutely fantastic in the season that the Albion got promoted didn't play as much last season in the Premier League for them but I think he'd be a decent pickup for plenty of championship teams Justin it's, it's, it's really difficult sometimes to judge these players mainly because of their age and sometimes they're in teams uh, this season before where they're surrounded by younger more skillful players and I think how Robson Carno falls into that category a little bit um, he was part of a West Brom side uh, when they got promoted a couple of seasons ago under Billich um, where he had players who were creating an abundance of chances and he displayed much better form than Charlie Austin did but he he suited the uh he suited the uh, the number 9 role better than he yeah. did because he's a, manage, he's, link- he's a manager's dream isn't he? Um I in wouldn't say that work, given in terms of work rate and you know putting themselves about that's what I mean. Yeah, work rate, uh, intelligence as well. Yes, maybe not so in terms of uh, discipline. I mean, he was kicked out of the Wales team. Um I think in the last international break because he broke COVID rules, so maybe not a manager's dream in that sense. But um, would I would I go for him? I don't think I would. Uh, really? Maybe maybe a, a, a lower mid-table championship side, but I don't think how Robson Carney would drop to to one of those. Um, uh, 
he's had one good season out of about 10 as well. I don't know. I, 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 I've got a lot of question marks about him. I'd be looking to sign him up if I was a top-half championship side. I, I think he's, as I say, works ridiculously hard, <clears throat> relatively quick, um, can play in a number of positions across the front three. So I, I'd definitely be looking to get uh, Robson Carnett in because I think he's a class player at this level. Uh, next up is Izzy Brown, Justin. Izzy Brown, who has just come off the back of a loan spell at Sheffield Wednesday. Not a particularly successful one and has now finally been released by Chelsea after being there for God knows how many years. Um, what kind of level do you think Izzy Brown will be at next season? It's an interesting one because he played for Huddersfield when they got promoted. That's where yeah. he earned his name. Um, and then he went to Leeds and, and was injured and surprisingly made an appearance in the playoff semi-final. Um, came out of nowhere. But again, he was injured. And then he, the form he displayed at Luton... Um, under Graham Jones, he was uh, incredible up until he got injured. The amount of chances he was creating, the amount of assists he picked up, um, he was really, really good. But then the, the 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 spell at Wednesday last season was a bit of a disaster for him, mm. um, and I, and I'm gutted for him because I really like him as a player. I think he can do a job, um, but he's a player again. A lot of Chelsea loanees who spend a long time out will fall into the same category um, where they just. I don't know where they start to hate football. I imagine where they're just being passed around. Um, so I think he, if he gets a two-year deal somewhere like maybe Luton again, it might it might work out. Um, if he goes back there, I think he can. I think he can do a good job for a team competing to get into the top half. Yeah, it seems from what I've been seeing anyway that he wasn't particularly happy with how his Wednesday uh, spell went, more off the pitch than on the pitch um, well I suppose he's not too happy with the on the pitch side of things either but um, it, it seems like he's the kind of player who just needs to find a home just needs to find one club where he can actually stay instead of being loaned out all over the place and then you might be able to actually get some good out of him because yeah, as you say he, he's had two loan spells off the top of my head Huddersfield and Luton where he was fairly productive and then two other loan spells Leeds and Wednesday where it just didn't really work out at all so we saw at Luton what kind of player he can be because he was a creative mastermind at Luton where he was given that chance to be the centre of everything Wednesday last season didn't really get a look in so I think if you're a, a side expecting to be just above the relegation zone next season in the championship I've been looking to get him in so I'd be swiping right are you swiping right? I'm swiping right yeah there's a player in there isn't there? Yeah, absolutely. Next up is Britta Sombolonga, a player who has been prolific at championship level for quite some time. Those figures seem to have dwindled a bit in recent years, Justin. Yeah, and I think the most telling thing is over the last two seasons, surprisingly, Borough haven't been that bad at creating chances. Um, mm. So it might be more down to player confidence because at Forest, for example, he was playing in some really poor teams. Um, for Forest, but he was still putting them away. His move to Borough just hasn't worked out. At what, 12, 15 million pounds? He's a lot of money. A lot of money, and it just seems to have, I don't know, maybe played on his mind a little bit, uh, which is a massive shame because he's a great player. And um, I mean, he can do a job at, at Championship level, absolutely, for any, I think, for any club, even if you're in the top top six. For a, Would he be a backup option? I don't think he'd be settling as a backup option, would he? No, he wouldn't, would he? I would say the, the issue is with Britson Longer is he's obviously 
would have been on a hell of a lot of money at Middlesbrough, yeah. as you say. He moved for 15 million, so I think the wage is going to match that kind of transfer fee. Um, and therefore, he's going to have to take a pay cut if he does want to stay at championship level, because based off the two seasons that he's just had, particularly last season, um, clubs aren't going to be willing to put out you know 15 grand a week for him, I don't think. But having said that, if you're a side who is looking for a striker and knows someone like Preston, for example, then he'd be a brilliant signing if you managed to get him on reduced wages. It's just a big old if. Um, I could maybe see him going abroad if he can't find a gig in the championship. But, I mean, if you manage to get the best out of British Ambalonga, then wow, oh wow, you've got one hell of a striker at championship level. Yeah, without doubt, he's a, he's a player who can finish, and he just needs a run of games um, where he's scoring goals, and he will hit fifteen twenty easily. He's that sort of striker, um, but for some reason, it's not worked out at Borough. These things happen. You move on, and um, I think his next club, wherever it wherever it is, I think he will score goals for them definitely. He's one of the players I'm most interested to see where he ends up, because um, if he does end up at Championship level, then. His career is going to be under the microscope, isn't it? Um, I'm going to swipe right um, if he manages to uh, put his wage demands down a bit. Are you swiping right? Swipe right, yeah. If you play, you could pick him a back, backup option for top six, uh, first choice for sort of mid to lower table, and you know it's a bit of a pipe dream for lower lower half clubs, but they definitely snap him up. So yeah, it's a definite swipe right. Fair play. Moving on, Henry Lansbury who no. has been up <laughs> straight out there. Fair enough. Uh, Henry Lansbury, who was on loan at Bristol City most recently, has had a, quite a few loan spells now. He was at Villa um, after a big old move, which didn't really work out. It didn't really pull up many trees at Bristol City last season, did he? No, it was really poor last season at Bristol City. Obviously, Bristol City were arguably the worst team in the second half of the season. Yeah. Um, based you know January 1st to the end of the season and he played most of the games um or more most of the games that he played were in the second half of the season um he's I can't recall him ever playing for Villa I mean he's probably clocked up appearances but I cannot um envisage him in a Villa shirt at all <laughs> fair enough uh, um, yeah he, you're absolutely right he, he he was very poor at Bristol City last season and it's surprising, really, because he was so good when he was at Forest all those He's years brilliant. ago. He really was. And now I look at him and just think, where has that player gone? I'd be swiping left. Um, yeah, swipe left. Maybe as a backup, if you could get him on reduced wages, but I can't see anything else. But yeah, I'd be swiping left on Henry Lansbury. Moses Adebayo, whose most famous moment last season came when he congratulated Lewis Graben on scoring a goal against <laughs> Sheffield Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> which oh, I completely I forgot about until I yeah. uh, was uh, researching for this. Um, what, what are you thinking on Odebarju? Um I'm going to swipe left. I think he's he's a player who could do with dropping down a division um, and picking up games. That um, that injury, was he, it was at Hull when he tore his ACL. He's not been the yeah. same player, which is a massive, massive shame because when he was at Brentford, he was fantastic. Up until he got injured at Hull, he was ridiculously good um, and yeah it's a massive shame um, even the form he displayed in his early games at, at Wednesday we thought well, hang on you know he might be coming back here but yeah just the, the, the form in the last season has been really poor so I think he, he's one of those that could drop down a level for me that's what yeah. I left 
I'd definitely be swiping left. I pretty much agree with what you were saying. He was fantastic at Brentford. Looked like he was going to be a star, but yeah, not really worked out for him, unfortunately. Robbie Brady. This is a really interesting one. He's someone who's had a bad injury recently. Mm. But if you manage to get him fit, then that wand <clears throat> of a left foot could be deadly in the championship, Justin. I think he's a very underrated left foot as well. Um, I think people forget some of the goals he scored with it. Uh, yeah, he's a good player. And as you say, if you can keep it, keep him fit, then yeah, um, you take a chance. He's a, um, I think he played 20 games for Burnley last season. Scored one goal. I was, I was reading about him earlier on the, in the day, actually, which is weird. Um, but again, he's a player who can play all up the left, left back, left wing, left wing back. Um, so yeah, I think you, you'd you be sniffing around maybe. You do forget how old he is. I think he's 29. Mm. Um, so that might put a few people off. But I think if you're sort of challenging for the playoffs or maybe even a top six team, you'd bring him in because playing all up the left, you've got a good squad player there. I'd be saying any championship club that does get him in, because I imagine he probably will go to a championship club, it will make me raise my eyebrows and go, wow, that is a good signing. Um, as we say, a couple of concerns about the injury side of things, but I, I remember when he was at Norwich a few years ago, he was fantastic. Set pieces, crossing, there weren't too many better at this level and probably not too many better in the Premier League either. So, yeah, I'd definitely be looking to get him in. It's just all about whether you can keep him fit, maybe get him on reduced wages as well. I mean, that kind of goes with quite a few players on this list, Justin, including this one, John Ruddy. Just been released by Wolves, who was the backup keeper, but he did get promoted with them, didn't he, in that season, that Wolves season. Um, what were you thinking, John Ruddy? So that was three years ago, um, and he's been a backup for, for those three years. Uh, I'd say no based on his age and the amount of games he's played over the last um, three years. He's got he's got a top six third choice keeper written all over him for me. <laughs> uh, I can see what you mean, but I think if you are a championship side, a mid-table championship side, I'd be looking at John Ruddy and thinking, well, is he is he any worse than what we've got? Why not? Get him in. Um, goalkeepers is always a weird one because you don't really know how good your goalkeeper is until you give him a go between mm-hmm. the sticks. Um, and John Ruddy's an experienced player at this level, former England international as well, lest we forget. So, yeah, I'd be thinking if I was a mid-table championship side and we've only got one goalkeeper at the moment, bring him in. Then if he gets given a go between the sticks, he could be a, a bloody good player so yeah I'd be swiping right for pretty much every championship side whether that's backup or as first choice uh, you the same um, I'm third choice second choice I'd swipe right uh, playing games I'd swipe left okay then uh, next up on the agenda is Martin Waghorn someone mm. you know very well Justin from his time at Derby still not officially been released by Derby yet but as Derby fan would you be looking to keep him around uh, I would. Um, he's one of them players who can play as a as a number nine, as a right winger, as a left winger, even in behind the striker. Um, he's a he's a, he's a, he's one that fits all the moulds. Um, I think he's a player. I think Cardiff have been heavily linked with him. I think he's a player who can do a job for um, teams trying to get into the top six and everywhere else in the league. Uh, maybe not a, a championship looking team of a big budget. Um, but his left foot is very good. I think last season was just a really poor season for him and Derby County overall. Um, I'd be looking to keep him if I'm if I'm 
a derby uh, hierarchy or Wayne Rooney, um, it'd be a shame to see him go because his left foot is very good. It's yeah, very, very I, good. I'd agree. I think last season was just a bad season for him. On the pitch, off the pitch, there were a few uh, reports of disagreements um, on the training ground involving Martin Waghorn. Um, but I think if you get him in, then you get someone who's going to work his socks off. Decent finisher at this level, decent creator at this level. He's the kind of striker who is, you know, a six out of ten in every category in terms of uh, pace, holding up the ball, all that kind of thing. So I think, yeah, he'd be a great signing for quite a few championship clubs, even if it's just as a backup. Mm -hmm. Um, Next up on the list, Justin, is Alex Pritchard who's just been released by Huddersfield. What are you thinking with uh, Alex Pritchard? He's 28, isn't he? He's not uh, He's not the, He's not not the. a young player anymore. Um, he's Brentford. Again, he's a player who you think of Alex Pritchard, you automatically go to that season at Brentford um, when they got into the playoffs, wasn't it? Um, yeah. And he was unreal. He was ridiculously good. I think Spurs were looking to keep him around. Um, and then he went on loan to Norwich or signed for Norwich. And it's not really happened for him since. Um, he's He wasn't uh, fancied by Corbran because Pritchard's come out himself and said he's been fit, he's been able to play, but he just hasn't. Um, and that's, I think that's, I don't know, that might be a bit of an indictment towards him. Is he, is he in, can he play on the wing? I don't think he can. So he's going to have to play number 10 and there are probably better number 10s in the division than him. I would be swiping left on Alex Pritchard. I think he has been so absent now for so many years. Even when he was at Norwich and he made that big move to Huddersfield, he wasn't playing necessarily well. So it was a bit of a weird signing from a Huddersfield perspective. And as we can see, in hindsight, it's just not worked at all. It's been a a pretty terrible buy, in all honesty. So, yeah, I, I would definitely be swiping left on Alex Pritchard. He's... Um, had his best years, anti His best years were that spell at Brentford, um, parts of his spell at Norwich. So I, I don't think I'd be looking at him as a championship club and thinking, yes, this guy is going to get something. Um, we, we can get something out of this guy because I, I just don't see it anymore. He's not done anything for so long that it, it's hard to really see him do anything again for the foreseeable future. Next up on the list, Justin, is Jamie Patterson, who was just released by Bristol City, someone you're a big fan of. Uh, yeah, I was. Um, I was I was disappointed to see his loan spell at Derby last season um, uh, be cut short. Um, I think he, he displayed good form when he played. Um, and, and he's a very technical player, uh, tactically flexible as well. He can play as number 10, he can play right wing, left wing. And he... he displayed some really good form in central midfield for, for Bristol City. Um, I think the reason why he's been let go is because his injury record uh, last season um, just got the better of him and Bristol City pressing the reset button, which is which is absolutely fair enough. Any team sort of below the top 10, top 8, I think I think would be, it would be a good idea to, to, to go for a player like him because he's a very good technician. Absolutely. Absolutely right. He was unbelievable at the start of this season for Bristol City, probably one of the best players in the whole division. And then he had that bad injury, didn't he? And then he didn't really play again this season. Um, but if they get him in, then he can produce magic, um, can play 
all across the midfield, whether it's in the centre or on the wing. He's a very good player if you manage to get the best out of him and keep him fit. There are a few question marks in both those categories, but he can take set pieces, he can dribble, he can pass. I think even as a backup for maybe even playoff chasing sides, get him in, see what he can do. I don't think he'll be asking for too much in terms of wages, so I don't really see why wouldn't you. So yeah, I'll be swiping right on a those kind of terms. Next up is Jack Wilshire, who uh, has had a interesting uh, few years, hasn't he? He's mm. been fairly absent and then this spell at Bournemouth where he's just been released from was kind of his chance to really get his career back on track. Did he get it back on track though? No, I don't think he did. I don't think he did at all. I wasn't. Um, I don't think it's all his fault. I don't think the uh, system really helped him, especially under Woodgate. Um, I think I don't think it helped him under Tindall, and I don't, definitely don't think it helped him under Woodgate. Because um, obviously under Woodgate they were playing a, a four-two-three-one, where he just had two midfielders creating a shield for the back four. He's not that type of player. He's a player you want to get in possession who can. Um, he's very good in the middle third with the ball, as we all, as everybody knows. Um, but I don't think he can develop the consistency because as soon as he starts developing that, uh, the injuries start to, to creep in. So I'd swipe left. I think it's too much of a risk for a lot of championship clubs. I, I'd be willing to take the gamble, you know. Not on massive wages, which is I, what I fear he will be asking for. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if he made the move to someone like the MLS, for example. But mm-hmm. I think if you're a championship club and you have a chat with him, see what he's asking. And if he's asking for, I know, five grand a week or something like that, I'm not sure if that's realistic or not because I'm not an agent. Um, But if that was the case, then I'd be saying, yeah, absolutely. Jack Wilshere, come on down. Um, But I'm not sure that will be the case. If you manage to keep him fit, then he could be one hell of a player at championship level for pretty much every side in the division. Um, It's all about keeping him fit and also the motivation side of things Um, because as we say he didn't really pull up many trees when he was at Bournemouth last season but I'd be swiping right it'd be an optimistic swipe right on my behalf but you're swiping left I'm swiping left I think the romance has got the better of you (laughs) it probably has Uh, next up on this list is Camel Grasicki Justin who's just been released by West Brom wasn't too bad was he when he was at Hull a year and a half ago uh, yeah, I'm going to swipe left on on Kamal Grisicki. Really? Why? I think any any winger who's over the age of 33 and you're bringing him in, um, are you going to get the best out of him? Because he's not he, he's not one of those wingers who can slot inside when their career starts to dwindle, or he can turn into a fullback. Um, I just I don't think I yeah I wouldn't take the risk. Uh, uh, I think he he wouldn't. I think he'd ask for a fair a fair whack in terms of wages as well, even um, for a year. Even for a year, I wouldn't take him. Um, you might get a few good games out of him. He might, he might even reach double-figure goals and assists. But um, no, it's a no from me. I'm afraid I'm swiping left on Kamal Grisicki. I'm swiping right. If I'm pretty much the bottom half of the championship, absolutely. Um, I don't think he'd be asking for that much for wages. I mean, I say bottom half of the championship, even if. I'd say pretty much any side outside the top six, actually. Um, no. It was only a year and a half ago where he was one of the best wingers 
in the whole of the championship. He was ripping it up for Hull. Went to West Brom, didn't really work out because they've got an abundance of players who can play on the wing. So he was never really going to get much of a look in. But now I look at him and go, yes, yes, please. He might be he's asking bad. for he might be asking for a decent amount of wages, but he's not the kind of winger who has necessarily ever relied on his pace too much. He's the kind of winger who can create stuff, score goals. I I, I don't see what your problem is with him. <laughs> I don't have a problem with him, but he's, he's what, played, what's he done uh, to you? Oh, clearly nothing. I just have a grudge against. Uh, I'm ages <laughs> against wingers. Um, he's played. He's played less than 20 games in the past two seasons, uh, or season and a half, um, which is, and again, at the age of 33, I think, I think yeah, 33, um, I think that's too much football missed. Uh, I don't think you're going to be able to get back to a physical level that you need to in the Championship. Um, so, yeah, I think it's I think it's too big a risk. I'm going to swipe left. Uh, again, he's, he's, he's a player that's got a lot of quality, but if you're throwing money at over 30s, are you getting value? I don't think you are. I think one year, why not? He's worth it. Uh, final two, Justin. Sammy Amiobi, just been released by Forrest. I I watched a montage of him this morning, um, actually, and it was obviously all the good bits. But with Sammy Amiobi, you've got a lot of bad bits as well. Um, like the the other three shots um, he has in the game where they go to the corner flag to the top tier, to the other corner flag. Um, there's no doubt he's a good player, but he's the best and worst player you'll have in your team. He is very quick. He can dribble, does shoot a lot, but... Can <laughs> perform. That's an understatement. But he can perform the spectacular. Um, I, I, I'd i be thinking, it for the vast majority of championship clubs, he'd be a decent signing. Not necessarily as someone who's going to play week in, week out, but the higher you get up the more he becomes more of a backup. But what a backup he would be. At Forest, he was pretty good. He was better than I was expecting him to be. But I I think, yeah, he'd be a brilliant signing for the vast majority of championship sides. I'm going to swipe right. Uh, And the only reason why I'm going to swipe right is because he's going to entertain me. He's going to keep me happy. Massive limbs. (laughs) Oh, yeah, his limbs are are great. But going away from his physique... um, he has got the ability to turn something out of nothing, but also he's got the ability to do something really shit. You question how he how he became a professional footballer. Um, so that's why I said he's, he's the best and worst player you're ever going to have in your team. Um, so yeah, why not swipe right? I think it'd be worth the, the laughs. That's right, right. I, I think he's inconsistent, but when you find that one in every five games, he's a, he is a brilliant, brilliant player. <laughs> Final one on the list, Justin. Andy Carroll, a head shake from Justin Peach. What? Why? Why? Why are you giving that response to such a legend, an England legend like Andy Carroll? Um, has he done anything with his feet in the last six years, <laughs> six seven years? He's a man. He's literally all he can do is head the ball. Yeah, but That's what a head! It. What a head! If he like, I mean, he'd be great playing head tennis on the training ground. He's got a fantastic. couple of. He scored a couple of wonder goals. He scored an overhead kick, I recall, not too long ago for West Ham. Yeah, but again, that was it's a flash in the pan, isn't it? It doesn't happen often. This is why he's been released by two clubs in the last two years. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, it's a no. Again, he's a player who's who's had a dogged injury record. And it's really sad because he's the archetypal number nine that um, England fans 
or English English people love. Um, but yeah, no, uh, no way for me. Uh, I'm not going anywhere near Andy Carroll. It's a, no, it's a no way. You're saying no way to Andy Carroll, ex England international Andy Carroll. Oh, you're God. telling. You're telling. Well, he's not retired yet. You're telling me. I said. <laughs> I'm not sure his England career is going to get much fun. I'm not sure Gareth Southgate keeping on track. Um, but you're telling me Neil Warnock would not love a bit of Andy Carroll up front? Um, I don't think he would, you know. I think Neil get Warnock sees through it. I think he no, sees through it. No, not having that at all. Andy Carroll, he would be a beast at championship level. No, he um, wouldn't. If, admittedly, injury record is a concern. But if he stays fit, Andy Carroll... In the championship, he would be half the managers in the championship. He would be their dream signing. Now, what what he should do is he, he should drop to centre half. He should do what Dean Dublin did in his, later on in his career. He should drop and become a centre half because all he can do is head it and kick it. There's nothing else to his game, unfortunately. And it's a is- it's quite an, it's a bad it's a, it's a damning indictment of Andy Carroll. And it's a shame we are finishing on such a negative point for me. But um, I think any team who goes near Andy Carroll. Your recruitment team needs sacking. That is sacrilege from you. You should be ashamed. I think Andy <laughs> Carroll will be a fantastic signing. Admittedly, wages, injury record, a bit of a concern. Played more games at Newcastle last season than I thought he did. Uh, How many goals did he score? Well, he didn't score that many, but that's because he's living off scraps at Newcastle. But, <laughs> Come on. I, th- I think he'd be a great signing. I really, really do. Uh, anyway. There we go. We're all out of potential matches. So this has been Free Agent Tinder on the second tier. Thank you for listening, wherever you are. I've really enjoyed it. I hope you guys have as well. I wasn't sure whether how it sounds, but there we go. It's an experience for all of us. Um, this is our last episode of this in this kind of setup. Uh, we're going to have a bit of a break for now, but the content isn't stopping there, ladies and gentlemen. For the next few weeks, we've got a series of meets episode lined up for you. We've got championship legends as well as current players in the championship. And that starts on Thursday with a player who won his club's player of the season award this past season. All very exciting indeed. So you'll next hear from us together in the near future. But otherwise, we hope you enjoy the meets episodes which are coming over the coming weeks. If that doesn't do enough to fill your second tier craving, then make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube because we're hopefully going to be doing loads of content on there over the summer. So head on over there to get involved with that. Otherwise, Justin, this has been the Second Tier Podcast. I've been Ryan Dilks. I've been Justin Peach. Thank you for listening.